guys, this is Flo from uh, Hammerhub. Welcome to our podcast today. I'm with uh, Tamir. We are going to uh, talk about relocation, business in Bali, investments. Uh, he's a successful, I would say, successful person that developed business also in uh, other countries, but now relocated to Bali. So thank you for joining uh, us today. And uh, I'm sure it's uh, very interesting to hear about your, your journey here. Um, yeah, can you tell us a bit more about uh, you and your business and what you developed uh, the last few years? Yes, of course, of course. So my name is uh, Tamir. And uh, yeah, I was born in Israel, grew up in Germany. I'm a mix. And uh, yes, somehow from uh, early childhood, I was attracted uh, in entrepreneurships, in creating stuff, in sales. And uh, yeah, after my career at school and university, I knew, okay, finally I'm free, let's let's create uh, something very interesting. And then the entrepreneurship started to develop and to create great uh, projects and companies, which uh, by the end... Uh, so what were your first uh, investment, or I would say, uh, first business or journey uh, as an entrepreneur? First investment was already in school time, like uh, organizing <laughs> New Year Eve parties, yeah? and uh, selling, buying and selling stuff, yeah. Yeah, and then also in eBay. So these yeah. were like the first steps into you creating were Buying the ticket and reselling the tickets. Also, also that, <laughs> that as well, yeah. but also creating an event and buying products. Let's say we were driving to Italy to buy sunglasses and sell them in Germany on eBay and all this kind of stuff, like yeah. just trying to, to sell or yeah. to buy like yeah, that's great. Yeah, it was good. It was a good experience. <laughs> yeah, but this is how you learn, eh? You also exactly. step by step. Exactly. How to handle uh, product yeah. clients. Yeah. yeah. Basically, my father, when I was like I think six years old, seven years old, and he was uh, working for Blue Jeans, like for a, a brand, and there was like the factory with different kind of companies. He took me in the morning. We were like doing some sandwiches, taking cola, Sprite, Fanta. Uh, in my backpack, yeah, I said, okay, while I walk, you can uh, walk here, and this is uh, two dollars, this is three dollars. <laughs> if they want to have this, four dollars. So, yeah, this is uh, how it develops your your exactly, mentality and exactly, your, yeah, exactly, exactly. So, and this journey continued because my father brought me each time something into my head. So, like here, you can sell this there, go to flea market, and then you get like also uh, the boundaries towards people to yeah. offer something. Mm -hmm. Uh, getting lower and lower and you get better and better in this. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm I mean, happy for that. Yeah. And like you say, you get step by step, you know, it's not uh, uh, successful sometimes straight away. You learn, you have your boundaries, you know, how to uh, to adapt uh, on your business, you know, to uh, to react. And uh, even sometimes people want to create big business straight away, you know, without going step by step, you know. And uh, mm -hmm. some people, yeah, it's the... Uh, you start, yeah, I can, or I remember I did a few deals also when I, when I was younger, you know, small things, but this is how you, you learn, you know, and how you, you learn by yourself, not saying somebody saying you something, you're alone and you make your own business. And, uh, yeah, it take, it's not something that's come from the sky, you know, it's, uh, it's hard work every day yeah, to, to make it. And even with a small product and, uh, Step by step, the money is coming here. So this is was, and after you went in the Canary Island or something. Um, after that, like 
finishing study and yeah. starting to work first for a corporate. And after two months, uh, how do I say, like uh, canceling the job, so like that's nothing for me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I ended up in Ibiza. Ah, Ibiza, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah in yeah, the Balearic yeah. Islands. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I did like two degrees in the university. Had like big plans to to work for the FIFA, you yeah. know, like because I love uh, football and events. And somehow, I don't know, didn't work directly up. Need also, like you mentioned, time by time. Yeah. Um, I got an offer in Ibiza where I thought like, okay, I got all my studies done, everything in the pocket, uh, all this stuff from the normal world, what people and the society expect from you, which you have also programmed somehow in you. Um, I said, like, it's done. It's my like insurance. Ibiza, why not? You know, yeah. like I mean, when you're in Europe, Ibiza is the place where you want to go yeah, so, uh, for party and uh, it's good weather and uh, you have a lot of people come from from around the world. It's a bit uh, the Bali of. Uh, of Europe in a certain way, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, very metropolitan and the weather is nice. Yeah. People come there for holidays, yeah. so the energy is also yeah. different. Uh, it was a great experience. Also, uh, I saw all the opportunities there because, you know, Spain was like, well, let's say Ibiza still not that developed back in the time. And uh, you were wondering, like, how this can be, you know, like so many stuff going on there, but... Mm -hmm. People are, it's also sometimes similar to Bali. They are lean back to say like, oh, it works anyway, so why I should do renovation? Yeah. I can keep it like that. It's anyway for, yeah. instead like to use the money and to... Exactly, yeah. Like, and this uh, is take very important better. what you said is opportunity. Exactly. And most of the time when things work, people say, yeah, it works, but yeah, I would change. Yeah. Or I remember during the COVID time, oh, it's the COVID, everything is broke, you know. And what makes the difference is when in a situation you see the opportunity and when you take it, it's, I mean, there's two steps. is first to identify the opportunity as an entrepreneur mm -hmm. and the second one is to take it. So it's easy to, uh, sometimes it's difficult for some people to imagine the opportunity, but after is to take the action. So you went to Ibiza, you saw the opportunity and you took it. Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, I've been invited and uh, got this opportunity and... Yeah, then I thought like, wow, after like a couple of months, I achieved higher goals that I could imagine. And uh, salary wise, I would never earn it after uh, my degrees, let's say. Yeah. It was like going with the flow. Sometimes, you know, if you you get attracted with opportunities, which you also need to be mm -hmm. careful because um, everything sounds so good. People sell you also opportunities, let's say. Yeah. And you think like, oh, cool, I could do this. Oh, I could do that. But important is like to really see, is it something that you say like, yes, I, I feel it. I, yeah. I could imagine it. Because sometimes you get like uh, attracted by the money or like blinded by the person because yeah. he really loves it. So I think it's very important to to analyze yourself. Is yeah. it really your desire? To step back sometimes about what what is the opportunity to analyze, make your own calculation. What is the return on investment? What is the balance in between? Is it oversell, you know? How yeah. do you feel yeah. about it yeah. also? This is, I think, the yeah. most important because yeah. otherwise you are stuck two, three, four years, in even longer in something, which by the end, not really, yeah. you don't really like to yeah, do. Yeah, exactly. Now, I totally agree. I mean, even day after day, and as I'm hub, we see we have a lot of clients coming and we see, I see as a personal also investor, 
some opportunities, but there is things that I don't feel and mm-hmm. I don't want to invest because this is not something that I see myself into it, you know? So it's how do you feel to work with the person? How do you feel to work with in this environment with this kind of product? It's uh, it's important as well, because like you say, after a few months or otherwise, if you, you're not into it, you will not make your passion, you know? I mean, mm-hmm. we had this discussion before starting about passive income, you know? But there is nothing that is passive in life. Nothing is coming like that. You're not born and suddenly, except if you are from very, very rich family and you have assets that are coming to you and already generating something, but it's hard work. And to get the hard work, you, know, you need to feel it. You need to feel yourself into it, to work hard, to get this income behind that can generate later passive income. But first you need to make your passion, your your energy into it. I think so, yeah. And yeah. and if it's passion, it's maybe they're not too hard, you know? Yeah. It's, I think there's like also sometimes two differences between like, you need to work hard, you need to work yeah. hard. Um, yes, can be very successful, yeah. but there's sometimes a lot of pressure. Yeah. And now after a couple of years, yeah. getting a little bit older, you yeah. see that uh, listening to yourself and uh, yeah. getting the things is, can flow more so it's less with pressure. If you see something is with pressure, if you yeah. are aware about it, yeah. then uh, something is wrong because when then, then you get distracted. If you're more balanced, yeah. you can do also sometimes better decisions. That's, point. Well, so, that's the point. And you say something that's very true is sometimes, yeah, you say work hard, work hard. I agree. I mean, I think, I personally think that you need to work hard. But the difference I think is sometimes you hear people are, are burn out, you know, or sometimes people say to me, oh, are you going to burn out for things? I think that if you work with passion, suddenly you don't have the feeling that you're working. So you take things a bit differently mm-hmm. because you're, investing yourself, not as a feeling that, okay, this is my job, I'm working, but so suddenly your life is balanced because it's your passion. Some people like to play video games. Exactly. I personally don't find pleasure in video games, but uh, when I was young, I was, but now I found passion on different things. So I think that as an entrepreneur also, when you invest, you're, you don't see sometimes yourself as working because this is your passion. This is what you like to do. And so this is what makes the difference on the bur- with the burnout, you know? Mm-hmm. But it's not only as an entrepreneur. If you're marketing manager, you like marketing. You like to uh, take uh, pictures. You like to make a strategy or whatever, a marketing plan or, or a post or publication because you like to create. So suddenly it's not burnout. And I think this is what makes the difference also when you're success and not sometimes it's how you take your work, are you taking it as a, you know, as a something that some somebody imposed to you, you know, give to you, or is it something that you take? And suddenly the journey is different. Maybe it's like how you, for example, Ecohero, I would say a bit, because after uh, Ibiza, you move here. That's correct. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So exactly. it's in sustainability uh, company. Mm-hmm. So uh, maybe you can explain. A complete change yeah. between Ibiza yeah. and, and that. But coming back to uh, what you said, 100% agree. This is the the thing that gives you the fuel of life, mm. right? Like it doesn't need to be only like in in the job environment. I don't know if you heard about the blue zones. Yeah, yeah. yeah? They they researched it and they found out like that their community lifestyle 
uh, when everybody has like something to give for the community, gives you the fuel of life mm. while you wake up. And then you don't see it like uh, as a job or as like a task, like as a hard task. Like yeah. you said, like, no, I like to do that. And you don't think anymore. Even like when people said, oh, you're working all the time. It's like, yeah. oh, really? I work all the time? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm just texting you, like, somebody. Yeah. And uh, for example, if I have a client that's uh, talking to me about, I don't know, investing in the property and things, I don't, when I reply, I just have a discussion, you know, about, yeah, how is it to, to do that? So is it, mm -hmm. so I don't have this feeling sometimes that's, Say I'm working. I'm just talking to somebody, talking Same about way. things. But if you feel it that you're doing that for sure, yeah. Suddenly, is oh you're working, yeah. Oh yeah, like you said, no, yeah. Mm. <laughs> I can be like, like I, I used to say. Some, I mean, we we already uh, met in different environments, uh, and uh, uh, out of working hours, like people say, working hours. But I can reply uh, to somebody while I'm in a bar or whatever, because I don't have the, this feeling that. It's working. I'm just talking to somebody that it's playing. Yeah. Like, even when we yeah. meet in the evening, yeah. we talk about yeah. ideas and so on, yeah, right? Exactly. So uh, yeah. it's partly work, you can say, but it's enjoyment because yeah. it's like creating, exactly. find possibilities. Oh, yeah. by the way, I know him. You connect the dots, yeah. networking yeah. together. So this is also yeah, what is about is great for people that are listening to us. Is is the networking? Is the people that's coming here with different ideas? And different backgrounds. So you work from Ibiza, you're uh, German Israel. It's the best place to connect. I never experienced something like that. I'm very extrovert, but um, what I recognize here, the energy level of the people, also the foreigners who are coming here, they're getting in such a mood that they're sharing with you, they're trying to create together. Somehow through the, I will say like the Hindu and Balinese, culture which is also a lot about community and going back to the blue zones what i mentioned yeah. why life is so beautiful there is that you get also more open you're you're, you're not having any more like this kind of stuff that we know maybe from our western uh societies that oh i cannot tell how much i earn i yeah. cannot tell how i did this yeah. and here the books are open yeah yeah. yeah. Oh, I did it this and this way. You can do it the same. Oh, but yeah. you know, so very, yeah. very open. Yeah. You don't have jealous jealousy. Also, I find in Bali that you can find sometimes in in Paris, for example, mm -hmm. or you can find in London. I think people there, like you said, they're open. Nobody is going to say, "Oh, you're going to take my ID." As an entrepreneur, you know, sometimes you go to this kind of place in Europe. Somebody is hiding because, yeah, I'm developing my ID here. Somebody is working on the ID is happy to help is happy to to share the experience and i think this is also uh, the environment for entrepreneurs that is very interesting compared compared to other places because people like you said are very open the book are open they say and they share their experience and help each other yeah. super unique super yeah. unique what i experience here and it it's nice because then you hear about the interesting things that not somebody is like blocking, I cannot tell, because yeah. then the conversation starting to be like really nice and really deep and, yeah, yeah. and opening possibilities. Very, and you don't need to good. have this paranoia, you know, like yeah. if you have this idea and you really want to do that, yeah. then uh, go for it and find like how you can connect and cooperate with yeah. people. But uh, this is how things are success, you know, succeed, yeah? because mm. if, if you're all alone, Okay, we have these things that I'm in the garage and then, you know, Google, I'm developing, but people, they, they were not alone. They developed two people and uh, they develop, they communicate, you know, and 
people are talking Apple or, or Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs developed things, but he was with people around him, you know? It's people that market the product, it's people. So you, when you want to develop a product, when an ID, you need to share, you need to speak, you need to have, I, I personally think you need to have um, energy from other people also mm -hmm. to, mm -hmm. to give you their feedback there. It's very important. If you, as an entrepreneur, if you want to be alone in your garage, and let's not communicating and not having the feedback or whatever, it's very difficult, I think, to succeed, yeah. And yeah. even then you yeah. need a salesperson or yeah. someone. Exactly. You know, if you're yeah. the developer, there are different kind of characteristics yeah. who making a strong team. Same like with football or yeah. any other team yeah. sports. It's yeah. always the team winning. It's not like Messi is winning the World Cup. It's like they're doing it together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree, yeah. yeah. So when you, you, you uh, let's talk about a bit more now about Bali so, uh, and Indonesia. So what attracts you, I, I understand, for that? And uh, how, how this idea of Eco Hero uh, came? Because it's very interesting uh, project also that you you develop because you came from the, the craziness of Ibiza, I would mm -hmm. say, mm -hmm. to a place that is uh, is, um, is a multi melting pot, okay, with a strong culture. But what I like in your journey also is that the company is uh, sustainable. And so you're you're really into the community, into the, your environment, but it's also international now because we were talking about your trademark also uh, internationally. So how, mm -hmm. how was this journey in Bali? How, how did you end up here? Did you find, because it's, it's like we said, it's okay, you have the ID, you know how to do it, you spoke to people, but after there is the reality. And the reality is how do I, I develop my business here, you know, because this is also what people, I guess, want to to learn or to listen is, is the journey is difficult because it's great to have an idea, it's great to have a team, but can I do it in Bali and in Indonesia? Uh, well, while you talk about it, my head is like booming because it's it was really, and it's still very challenging, yeah. let's say it, right? So basically, yeah, I, I was in Ibiza running events and the biggest boat parties. Yeah. And two years also ago doing franchise in Miami, like operating there as well. And it came to a situation where things were not working out like I wanted. Like uh, the, the company was like grinding was super good. We became like, uh, yeah, the top boat party in Europe even. And uh, on TripAdvisor, the first thing to do in Ibiza was our boat party and it was great. But somehow in the partnership of uh, that I had there with my partner, I didn't float anymore it was everything just about maximizing and i did it because of yeah i liked it you know i do things because i i have passion and not just like seeing the things like in, in so critical way i'm very optimistic person so it didn't fit anymore it was like great success together so i sold my shares to him and then uh actually i wanted to buy it from him because he was like more tired and so on and he wanted to give it to me and last minute he changed his mind so like, come on, let's continue a couple of years together. And I somehow felt like I have like a big backpack with heavy stones yeah. and it didn't align anymore with him. So I said, no, then I have to pass it to you. And then I lost a little bit the ground under me. I said like, okay, what, what am I going to do now? <laughs> right? Um, I had so big plans uh, to go to all possibility areas where you can run a boat party because yeah. we were successful with marketing, online yeah. sales and so on. And then I uh, got home and I thought like, okay, tell me what's, what's next. And um, yeah, and then I started to ask myself some 
deep questions. What do I want to achieve in my life? Who am I? You know, like this kind of questions. And uh, step by step, I got into some answers. I said, like, okay, basically you want to be happy, right? Yeah, to be happy is, I guess, is, yeah. is nice. <laughs> yeah, It's also good to have other emotions, but I feel good when I'm happy. Yeah. Okay, what makes you happy? You know, like self-conversation. Yeah. What makes me happy? Uh, nice weather, right? Sun, sunshine, mm. beach yeah. makes me happy. Yeah. Um, ice cream, like <laughs> really simple thing. And then, yeah, let's let's watch some pictures where I really have like a smile out of my heart. Yeah. Because sometimes, you know, you have a picture and you like do like this. So like, where are you really like... Where have you been happy? Or, yeah. yeah, and then I watched some pictures and I saw like, oh, I've been with these people around me, positive people, I've yeah. been in this location and so on. And I said, okay, now more or less I know what makes me happy. Um, wh where could be the place yeah, that will fit exactly? I think you can be everywhere happy, but there's different places. For example, Germany was too cold for me. You know, I was freezing my ass. So this is why I ended up in Ibiza and... Then I thought, okay, I like to have it all year long, like to top even Ibiza because it was also a seasonal job, right? From May till October. And uh, it can be positive and negative, but I said like, no, I would like to have all year long. Yeah, why not? Prefer eh? that. If you can choose, you know, <laughs> if you just like flow into it. And then I said, okay, so where are living the happiest people in the world or the oldest people in the world? No idea. Let's ask Google, yeah? So you type in, <laughs> we are living the happiest people in the world. I say, okay. And then the things comes up, yeah. right? Um, then I came across the blue zones, for example. Yeah. The oldest people in the world. There yeah. are five blue zones, as you know. And I uh, researched it to understand. Boof, download. Took it into my journey. And then I continued to look. And there was the Happy Planet Index, where they did like analytics and measurements about different countries, about security <laughs> life standards and so on so i was diving into it number one was costa rica so like oh costa rica oh, sounds not too bad you know yeah, yeah. went into it so like okay. beautiful country by the way yeah, yeah, yeah. have never been there yeah. and then of course the next decision was okay i have this amount of money now where could i generate now something with it where i don't need directly jump again into yeah into a job or like in to create something mm. directly which I'm not sure if I really want it. Yeah. So I have like more time. So that was also a decision. I looked into Portugal, Vietnam. And each time when I was looking into these countries, um, I was uh, looking who out of my network used to live there or yeah. been there for a longer period. And I ring them up. I called them and got some information. and asked them, oh, and how was it there in Costa Rica? How was it in Panama? How was it there and there? Got some input and try to feel if it's yeah, yeah is it just the pictures it. or is it a real feeling you know yeah, yeah yeah and my last question was always but where was the best place i ever been and one of my best friends throw inside the the call bali bali was good i was there like 13 years ago it was like yeah. wow the time of my life and like make like click ah bali i heard yeah. about it yeah. and my brother was here while i was like studying in the australia he was here for one month. He told me like all the great possibilities. You have the villa here. You have the pools. It's uh, completely uh, affordable. Yeah. People are nice. It's like um, a lot of opportunities. And then somehow I sticked into Bali and then I got somehow more information from different people. 
And um, how was it then? Bali, the friends, da, 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 da. Ah, and then I even didn't know that Bali is in Indonesia. My geographic is not bad. Yeah, I'd say it like <laughs> that, but I wasn't seeing Bali in complete. I was never having yeah. Indonesia on my list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes ne people confuse between Bali and Indonesia. Is Bali part of Indonesia? Where is Indonesia? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So, so you ended up here. You took your journey. You came here. And what? then I started to, to, yeah. to look into Bali. Yeah, what's going on there? So research Bali. Mm. And for us, as we have a daughter, it was very important to go to a school, yeah. Yeah, to a school which we aligned, like give them the right programmation, yeah. not like to do the stuff that um, looks good outside what the kid really wants, where yeah. we can find like the right education for that, that you enjoy to go to school. Yeah. I didn't enjoy to go to school, <laughs> to be honest. Um, so that was like one of a very important criteria. We knew it's already all year long, nice weather. And then... We came across the green school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Green school is a good one, yeah. And then I saw the green school and I said, hey, darling, come. I think I found the place. <laughs> you need to check it out. She's like, wow, wow. Yeah, we, we need to go there. We need to check it out. Then we booked like uh, a flight for one yeah. month to Bali to see how it is because yeah. you cannot just come here and say, okay, we, yeah. you can, but... Yeah, you know, it's important like, to to people also wants to relocate here to feel, so, to feel the place. Exactly. If you come to Bali, sometimes... I even have some clients sometimes say, yeah, they call and say, yeah, I want to move to Bali. How is Bali? Uh, I'm going to uh, to uh, to take a villa there. Have you been there? No, I haven't been there. So it's very important, I think, when you come, just come here, maybe a month, feel the place, especially at the moment with the development, Ubud, Sanu, you know, Umalas, Perrenan, Changu, Uluwatu, where where do you feel yourself yeah and the school is very important especially when you have a family there is a lot of school now in uh, in bali international school the green school is very famous i think they are developing one uh, i heard they were taking a land in uluwatu or something also oh, really? so um so there is possibility yeah so it's very important uh, like you said yeah so you took one month and took one month and then uh arrived here we visited the school two yeah. times we stayed in Ubud, close to the school. And from there, we checked the different areas, like what you mentioned before. Yeah. How is it in Changu? How is it in Uluwatu? How is it in Zanur? Yeah. Because before you saw it just from the pictures and yeah. with Google Maps, I was walking on the beach, you know, yeah. uh, to see how it is. <laughs> and um, yeah, actually from the very first moment, uh, you get welcome with a smile and yeah. this culture was overwhelming. Yeah. I've never been welcome in a place yeah, 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 like yeah. here in Bali. It's right. very, very special. You, yes. When you land, oh. you know, you can go in many places at the airport. And when you land in Bali, you go out of the airplane, you enter the airport, you know you're in Bali. Mm -hmm. There is mm -hmm. other place, you open the door of the airplane, you don't know where you are. It can be any airport in the world. But I think Bali is special for that. You, you feel it. You know when you are because people suddenly is a, is a different aspect, you know. And yeah. Already on the streets, when uh, people like approach you, wait, where do you go? It's like, hey, we, you know, when you ask somebody like this in the Western country, <laughs> what do you want from me? You know, and, yeah, where do and, you go? And Is I'm your the problem? same actually. <laughs> it happens to me like, because I'm very outgoing. So yeah. people are like sometimes in other countries, like, oh, what's going on? Yeah. And here, like, you start a conversation, yeah. they invite you inside their home. Yeah. It's like, it's really amazing. It's like yeah. so open and so welcoming. It was. 
it was already like I think that was also one of the main reasons that you feel that from the very first moment uh, very yeah. comfortable. Yeah. yeah, especially if you want to, like you say, to to be an entrepreneur or to create something and with your family, you need the environment is very uh, important mm-hmm. and has to be positive also, especially when you have kids and you want to develop their their um, their journey, their environment. It has to be something that's had them to grow. You know. If you are you, you are in a negative energy, it's, it's not really uh, for great the kids, for the development for the kids, you know. Yeah, and, and you feel also safe for the yeah. kids as well yeah. here, right? Like um, the, the people safe. really, really, if, I mean, yeah. you know, in other countries, you will all the time look, where's my child? And yeah. here, you know, yeah. nobody will no, do yeah, anything that no will problem. help yeah. you to... You can go back at 2 a.m. in the morning, 3 a.m. in the morning, yeah. yeah. It's not like in other cities, it's very safe here. And yeah, I mean, for Bali, important. for sure, Jakarta would not recommend sometimes, even if it's a great city, but Bali has something special for that. It's mm. for sure, don't go out with your uh, open uh, bag, you know, everywhere, but you don't have somebody that is coming to you and uh, take a knife and ask you money or whatever, no, no, you know, no, no, this is very, no. very great for that. Which Ibiza, for example, Somebody can do something, you know, but in Bali, you don't have this thing. So mm-hmm. it's very important, yeah, also for, I think, well, we were talking about the family relocation, but also for business, business environment has to be safe. You know, when you work, when you go to work, you, you need to be focused on your work, not checking if somebody is going to do uh, carjacking to you, you know, and it's uh, it's very, very great for that, Bali, yeah. Mm-hmm. Coming back to the story, so then this one month where we've been here and checking it, I also started to think like, what could I do here? Keep your eyes open. What what feels? And then um, I had my morning routine where I was like waking up in the morning. The first thing I did was um, doing a walk, and uh, then I got confronted with uh, the pollution, right, with the the plastic and the rice fields and the rivers, and somehow with the German mentality in me, <laughs> the like. <laughs> why it doesn't belong here yeah so i started to pick up the trash yeah in my morning routine and then it started to think like what can i do so if i'm gonna move now here um how i can support what i can give back yeah because just bringing all the time products and ideas um is just like could be a little bit selfish but i thought like okay so from the stuff that we know how can we support also here the the local communities to, yeah, have a solution or yeah, yeah, for, for this situation, yeah. right? Because there's a lack of understanding, lack of uh, education at this place. So I thought like, okay, what could it be? And then I came across, I was sitting in uh, in a restaurant, in a bar, and somebody put a bamboo straw into my drink. It was 2019. So like, wow, that's cool. I never was drinking out of bamboo. I thought like, hey, in Ibiza, it could also look good in some beach clubs yeah. and so on. So I don't know, you know, entrepreneurship mindset. Okay, so who is producing here bamboo straws? Yeah. So I looked it up, visit like two, three, a manufacturer. I mean, sometimes there's like a family who is doing that. And then I was engraving them with uh, the businesses that I know in Ibiza, which I was cooperating, yeah. let's say like Pacha, Amnesia, um, the, the big hotels. And uh, I engraved all the bamboo straws, right? With this different kind of uh, companies. Yeah. Took it in my luggage, flew to Ibiza back, 
and show them around till after two months some came to us and said like, hey, i would like to order 500 from this 200 from this wow. i mean like it's not like yeah. whoa whoa but you saw okay yeah, so yeah maybe but could something, do something that, yeah, something like, that is is going and yeah, they're so like, interesting for somebody yeah there yeah. could be an opportunity yeah. you know if like uh the bamboo straw so i said okay maybe it's, it's a good thing to do and uh in in the time while i was like in the transition between uh ibiza and bali it was still another more or less a year in in ibiza i started like to think and to prepare everything to to move over to bali yeah. and what i could do here to get information about how to get like investment kitas and yeah. where will we stay and yeah, so it's very apply important. for the yeah. school yeah. and all that what i like in uh, in your example uh, in the entrepreneur journey is you didn't wait the demand you created the demand you've been you pre uh order i mean you create the the straw with the name and you went to them you bring them to tell hey this is the product with your name mm. this could be interesting for you you didn't wait that they ask you something to say oh there is an opportunity you created the opportunity and this is as an entrepreneur i think it's the perfect example is sometimes you create the demand and this is what i for example bernard Arnault, which lvmh that is, is very the richest person now in the world is they create the demand with their product they don't wait people are asking is they promote I, he, he used to say i'm not doing marketing i saw an interview last time from him I, he said i don't do marketing but basically they are doing they create the demand you know and this is when you create that and this is very a uh, perfect example how you can be succeed is you don't wait you're proactive so you get so you create that and after yeah kitas and things how was the relocation after that because did you create your company first you came back here first you get your visa because this is one of the question again for i guess from people that are listening is they want to do the same journey as you but maybe ah oh, how do i create a company is it complicated how I get the kitas, the stay permit, sorry, we say kitas, but it's itas, it's a visa that uh, stay permit allow you to, to stay in Indonesia. Maybe for them, you know, it's a bit headache. Do I have to leave my job? How do I do here? Uh, because they maybe have Heidi's, but they think it's maybe complicated, which I think is not, you know, I mean, we help people every day to do that, but how, how was it for you? Yeah. Um, it's not complicated at all in my opinion um at the beginning you know how it is um people are afraid about new stuff and then also there are rumors oh in indonesia you cannot do this or this is very complicated um but during the journey as you see here for example the emma hub company who have all the facilities where you can talk with the people and they explain it to you very very simple way and already on the website you can yeah. find a lot of stuff um you can already prepare it before i haven't done it i arrived here first with the sponsor yeah. uh visa yeah. Yeah, yeah. um which is also super easy to get especially if you visit it here yeah. one time you meet a balinese guy he will invite you to come yeah. here i met a notary directly and he yeah. said like hey, I, i give you the sponsorship yeah. without any cost so um yeah and then it's still enough time while you are here to create uh, to create yeah, your the other visa business, but yeah. of course if you so you don't have to prepare everything before so basically you came not here, necessary yeah not yeah, necessarily yeah. you can 
which is not bad if you already know it 100%. I mean, we knew also 100% we will move here, but we said let's enter with the sponsorship visa for six months. And then during the six months, you know exactly how you're going to create yeah. it, with whom and so on. Yeah. So you came here and you created your company once you were here. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So after like two months, I started like to work on all the papers, how to create it. And there um, I had also an interesting journey. I mean, like Bali, beautiful and so on and so on. But also you have to be with a couple of things careful because people talking also a lot and thinking they really can do that. Or let's say like this <laughs> agent. So everybody can be an agent. Everybody yeah. can do yeah, a lot yeah, of things. Yeah, yeah. And he knows somebody in Jakarta yeah. and he knows somebody here. So yeah, yeah, they yeah. don't mean it maybe even bad. They even believe in it. And then you can get scammed. What happened yeah. to me? I don't know if it, you can call it a pure scam, but I've been through something which was not so nice during my my oh. my my process. And I wished I would have done it with a proper company instead yeah. just with an agent. Yeah. Uh, or you can ask us, or you can ask to other people. But yeah. this is the point. Sometimes you hear or I see email is the friend of my friend. Yeah. Or I heard that you can do that that i heard you know this is the this is the problem is indonesia is i think one of the points that you need as an entrepreneur when you make a company is or when you make business is to have a safe environment where you can invest and to have regulation and indonesia has regulation as uh, indonesia has rules the problem is a lot of people have interpretation of the rules so this is in your journey you have to be careful is to go i think with people that is their job to do it and not listen the experience of i mean it's good to have experience of people but taking as a fact is not really good sometimes you know <laughs> it's, uh, yeah so you go to five different people and you hear five different things <laughs> Yeah, this yeah. is like and then it's like okay what was similar and so on so like <laughs> better to go to a place where you know okay they have a proper office yeah they have the operation going they have some recommendations yeah. and uh yeah can, because many people want to save money yeah. also you know That's and i'm also I, I, let's negotiate and yeah. then she told me yes yeah, uh her friend was german yeah. he came also so yeah. you get like oh he's also german you know like yeah. finding this way so i went through the process and um yeah, I had to pay by the end three times more than if I would have done it with the most expensive company. This is a very uh, good point because I had a question yesterday, for example, uh, sorry to, but somebody was saying to me, is it complicated to renew? Because when you're an investor like, uh, like you uh, or you create your company, you can get uh, a stay permit for two years. Mm -hmm. okay? And this one you have to renew. And somebody said to me, my friend said that it's very complicated to renew the stay permit. And it's not complicated. The point is, if you pay cheap, sometimes people don't go fully into the process, which is not making the domicile letter, not making the, what we call the SKTT, you know, the civil registration. So if you don't have this document, you are not fully registered and you need it to renew the kit, the, your state permit. So if you don't have that, the process becomes suddenly very complicated because you have to go back to the previous to what happened two years ago and suddenly be things become complicated. And actually, renewing a kit, a state permit is faster than making the first one. It's easiest. You know, yeah. so again, somebody told me that it's yeah, complicated yeah. because somebody maybe paid cheap because when you do the domicile letter in Bali, you need to go what we call a banjar, which is a, a kind of, uh, you know, um, 
local uh, community organizing that um, give you a letter that you're really living in this area and this you need it, you know. And so for sure you have to pay them. So some uh, don't go to this process and after it becomes complicated. So just be careful sometimes to make sure that everything is, is done properly because otherwise the journey can become complicated. But if you follow the rules, like you did, I think in, in the point of the business, you can focus on your business, which is for you sustainability uh, and product. what kind of product also we can say maybe to people do. Because what I like in your journey is that first you you thought about the, the planet, environment, and Bali is a beautiful place. But the second point is that you show that Bali is not only tourism. Mm -hmm. It's not only just bars, hotels, and a beach club, it's also possible to uh, develop other kind of business. Yeah, exactly. So I was like starting to look what kind of products can I find else here, yeah. right? And uh, they have beautiful resources here, like really sustainable product and materials, like bamboo, which is even yeah. not considered as a as a tree. It's yeah. like say it's like a grass. Yeah, it's a grass. Right? It's a weed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which you can harvest anytime and you can do a lot of stuff with it, furniture, a bamboo straw and so on. And also, for example, the coconuts that everybody is drinking here, yeah. right? Yeah. So you have the coconut shell, so we have coconut bowls yeah. or the coconut uh, fiber, which you can create like sponges and stuff like that. Oh, you create sponges with the, uh, you can create sponges. Yeah, with from the, from around the yeah. coconut, yeah. you have this kind of uh, yeah, skin. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You can do sponges out I of it. You can do that, many yeah. stuff. As soon I mean like more people getting in touch with it and more minds, we will find amazing stuff that you can create with this product. Seaweed, for example, uh, cassava, lufa, there are different kind of materials that exist. What here do you do with the cassava? Uh, with cassava, you can do different things. There is like uh, some companies doing like cassava bags with it. Some okay. people using it like for uh, combine it with, with uh, bioplastic, yeah. which I will warn a little bit. Somehow... I'll, uh, could be considered as greenwashing for mixing product with mm. with bioplastic. Sounds bioplastic for sounds at the very first moment like uh, yeah, cool. I'm on the safe side and it's sustainable. And somebody who doesn't know like the really yeah biochemistry behind it and how the waste management will work uh, will tap into yeah in in in, in, in a way that he thinks he's doing the right thing, but no, he's doing not. It's it's not really sustainable. Yeah. It depends where you have it. Yeah. So uh, now, now we're going a little bit into details. <laughs> but uh, yeah, there are, are great no, materials. It shows that uh, in Indonesia, you have a different kind of product that uh, you can use. You know, if people uh, have ideas, cassava, padang, uh, pandan, all these products also can be used for different um, opportunity. You know, and uh, yeah. the soil and yeah. the, the climate is so yeah. strong here. So many things uh, growing here, mm -hmm. so uh, that can be all find out. For example, from the palm leaves, right? You can do palm leaf plates. So it's like actually just a root of the of the leaf. So not like the the greens, like the brown stuff that falls down. You can do plates. You can do different kind of stuff. For example, if you go to the Christmas market in France or in Germany. Yeah where you get like your sausage or your yeah, crepe, yeah. right? You get it back in the time from paper yeah. or yeah, from exactly. plastic. Carton, yeah, yeah. You just, they're using it already, luckily. It's moving more from palm leaves that are anyway, like will be composted or will fall down. So it's a material yeah. which could be like, let's say, biological trash yeah, yeah. that can be used, which is great.
also here for the locals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's yeah. great. It, uh, there is a lot of uh, opportunities uh, that still needs to be developed or are already used and everything coming from here. Yeah, so it's, uh, it's great. And create new. Yeah. You can do imagination. You can yeah. try different kind of yeah. stuff and develop products. Yeah. I mean, nature is giving us so much. Yeah. Yeah, especially in Indonesia, it's very diversified. Yeah, in terms of climate, like you say, the soil is very rich. First, from the vol, it's a volcanic area. So, uh, for people who don't know Indonesia, or if they know Bali, it's uh, there is 117 volcano, active volcano in Indonesia. It's it's incredible. This is mm -hmm. the most uh, diversified place with numbers of volcano, and so this give a lot of. Uh, of nutrients for for the soil and uh, you can grow a lot of products and um, you know, spice or or plants or fruits and all these things and you can use this also for sustainable products uh, behind so it's a sure, it's, yeah. it's a very good place and the opportunity place for that but you you took also another uh, opportunity real estate also of course yeah yeah, this so like, you, you have the beautiful, the beautiful ID export, very nice product, but real estate. How how did you end up in real estate as well? Because is it more for the ROI, or is it because your house after you change you rent it out, or did you? You, you need to survive with yeah. something, right? <laughs> so when you jump into yes, let's uh, save the world. Yeah. Sometimes you are quite lonely on this way yeah. because um, the game here on this planet, let's say in humanity, is like still capitalism yeah. right so uh, we're running after the money so the people will start to compare your products with the products they have and uh, let's call it the purchase manager or like somebody who need to take care of this yeah. will decide maybe not to take your product yeah. yeah so you need to approach many times so this was like the thing from the heart that i said okay i cannot just watch and pretend i don't see this trash here yeah. um let's do something let's execute uh, which I knew it would be a, a long journey and a, an interesting journey because I never did something with yeah. uh, sustainability in this way and import and export and uh, certification and all that. So, um, yeah, and the uh, most simple and easy thing, in my opinion, here in Bali is like really to go into real estate because uh, I did already a little bit in, in Ibiza, but not, not too much. I really yeah. just an apartment that we just rented out on Airbnb. And uh, yeah, before I came here, I also, uh, let's say I educated myself a little bit. I did a workshop about like how to run your Airbnb business uh, well, let's yeah. say. And uh, yeah, we started like really, really simple. We went into a villa and uh, took it like for for an agreement for a couple of years and so okay we will live inside and renovate it till we think it's perfectly and then we will move to the next one and then we could rent it out right so to create somehow your your income with this yeah. so not just to be only on one foot to make sure okay yeah. um you can generate another income and directly after that we yeah. we took uh seven houses i mean it happened to us right it's Seven. Went, uh, yeah, and we created a community out of it. Wow. Yeah, so we have now like a small uh, community housing, like where, uh, and, and from the one house, we we didn't know exactly what to do with it because then the pandemic hit yeah. as well. So we had to, we, we were already enrolled in the green school, but uh, our daughter was just two and a half years and it was like to send her to the kindergarten yeah. and green school is not that cheap as you know. Yeah. 
and uh, online schooling doesn't make sense. You want actually to get the kids away from the screens. Yeah. So we say like, no, 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 please. Uh, it's better if you return us the funds. And uh, we created like more or less our community own kindergarten. Wow. Right? Like for, for the people who were living there. And uh, yeah, it was, was interesting because, you know, like after you heard a little bit about my story and how I tapped into the different things. Let's you remember the yeah. the things that I heard about the blue zones and so on and I understood for my life that this is like the real values, like what feels really right and not like what uh, will make me as much as possible money in the very first moment, like what I can uh, align with, what resonate with me. Mm. And this is how things, the, the universe delivered it also, of course, yeah. right? Yeah, like, but it's when you're, you're involved in things that you attract things, you know? It's, exactly, uh, exactly. Sometimes, like we said, huh? it's not because you're alone in your garage that things are, will go, come to you. You have to create also opportunities. And like you, with, I was saying at the beginning, during the COVID, people saw it that like it's a disaster and some people trying to, to, to create other things. And, uh, and the opportunity, like you said, now with the, the small community that uh, you're talking about, it's a perfect example of that. Yeah, we all know. And, and I didn't uh, know that uh, before. Just you mentioned now, you know. So, yeah, as a case, the the best opportunities are when the times are like yeah. very specific, yeah. right? Where everybody's like, "Oh my God, there's like great opportunities." Mm. So this time, and after knowing this even now, which is, was also a great lesson, I will know even for the next time what you else can create. I mean, every kind of. Uh, let's say world challenge is uh, yeah. different slightly, but in each time, like when the times are also hard, there are a lot of opportunities yeah. which you can also change things and the evolution starts even better for, for through going through this hard time, we can grow. And I think that was also interesting in the pandemic to see that many things changes and, yeah, and, and consciousness, some awakeness and for, the thing for is, many people. Yeah, it has been a very, very good time for Bali to resets also yeah i think and uh, it shows that and that's why now we have a lot of people coming to invest in real estate like you did or in um in different kind of business you know um because suddenly the body has been this place where people during this time instead of staying in their apartments trying to make different things we we saw also the communities that were helping each other because not like in uh, you know in Europe, if you were uh, closing your restaurant, the government was paying you. You know they were paying the salaries and things. But here no, so people had to find opportunities and they were helping each other. And I think Bali, that's why, is this kind of place also that people are trying to always find things. But anybody, you see a driver is uh, how they fix their car, how they fix their things, because they need to find. And I think it's. Because sometimes in difficult moments, or because you don't have choice, that you have to create and you have to do things, and uh, this is what makes people also creating. And then Bali is a great place for that. Yeah, exactly. As you don't have this kind of social security yeah. from the government, yeah. they're supporting each other through the community, mm. right? So uh, yeah. they don't need to worry too much. They will always have a shelter. They will yeah. have somehow food. Of course, there are also very challenging parts where people really need. Mm. Uh, yeah. to support right yeah. um, but overall I think like the Balinese or like here the communities they yeah. so taking a, care of each exactly, other exactly yeah. and it's like we said it's a safe place to invest 
it's a safe place to uh to uh create you know and um you have a great networking you have a great uh people around um and a lot of resources it's not only on that and the journey is not so complicated that's what we can think so uh yeah it's very great to uh to create things thank you so much uh for for today and for uh, your your journey and how you you hand in bali and how you you show to people that it's possible to create things and that it's not complicated but also in diverse diverse sorry um uh environment real estate and also sustainability uh eco hero so they can uh, find your products online uh also if um, hotels or uh, suppliers need uh, need you this, this is our yeah. strongest point we yeah. have the rice rolls there's a edible rice roll that you can eat gluten free yeah. and this we are now number one supplier here in bali for wow. four seasons kempinski hired group so all the big uh, enterprises starting really to become more sustainable which is great and you can see it also here all the foreigners who are here that trying also to to take good care of bali and there is there is a giving back and bali by itself is like at the moment let's say opportunity gold rush i yeah. would say and it will be great to attract also people who not just coming here to just oh how can i make the fastest money yeah. what can i how can i support to develop this yeah, uh, and, and this well, island what beautiful what you show is you give and bali give you back Mm-hmm. This is the point with Bali. Give to Bali, and Bali will give you back every day. And every uh, day. give to people, and people give you back. And the mo- and as an entrepreneur, sometimes don't try to find the money. Just things like we said by patient, and also don't have this thing um, journey. That's okay. I'm working for money. I think money will come to you. So I think it's what also we can say. So thank you, thank you very much for your time because uh, it was very great and nice talk to you. So I hope you enjoy. You can find the product uh, Eco Hero if you also need assistance yeah, for for your journey. We are here. Thank you for this podcast and uh, yeah, just like uh, ask any question you have uh, on YouTube on social media. We'll be happy to help and uh, see you for the next one. Thank you very much.